Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Get tradie insurance anywhere, anytime with IMAR Insurance. Head to imar.com.au for an instant quote. Pay the premium online and you're good to go. That's it. Head to imar.com.au today. Get a quote. Get covered. Get working. Yes, breakfast with Vossi 1170 SEN, and now the uh, audience gets bigger and bigger, not just on 1170 SEN, but through Griffith 90.3, Illawarra 1575, Central Coast 801, Brisbane 1053, Gold Coast 1620, Ingham 96.9, Atherton, Kingaroy, Darling Downs, you're all tuned in because on a Monday we are joined by none other than Cameron Smith, the GOAT, from the Gold Coast studio. It's going to get a little crowded in that Gold Coast studio. The Rugby League road train is coming to the Gold Coast and Brisbane <laughs> and the Sunshine Coast. Cameron, welcome to the program on this Monday morning. Good morning, Vossi. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, well, this is, this is the home of Rugby League, isn't it? Queensland? <laughs> Vossi? Has it got the Origin Shield, though? Is it not? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you do have the third uh, game of Origin on the Gold Coast as well. It's, an ex- it's just been an extraordinary 48 hours. I gave my verdict an hour ago and I just said that hmm. I know that people have criticism for Peter Volandis and you know, set mm-hmm. restarts and we want to blow up about everything, but I'm yes. saying let's call a truce for a few days and let's throw our support behind our game's officials because incredibly stressful and challenging times in keeping this competition going. We, we are all in this together, are we not, yeah. Cameron? Yeah, it's a great point and, and yeah, we like to try and sort of pick on what's going on on the weekend with rule changes and... Um, all these different things, but um, you know, given the situation at the moment and and the job at hand for uh, you know Peter Vlandis and his team and everyone at the NRL, Andrew Abdo and his team now to relocate pretty much the majority of the competition up to Queensland and 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 keep the the competition going. Um, geez, I'm I'm not overly envious of of their job at the moment. Yeah, on the uh, Mondays, our final hour for Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. You can shop in store or online at Chemist Warehouse for big brands at the lowest prices every single day. You've been there and done that, and I just touched on it with Graham Annesley, and we talked about all the logistics of everything. And and moving this, um, that every player that comes out of New South Wales firstly has to serve a 14-day quarantine, although they will be allowed to play and train, but it's the strictest of bubbles that they will that will be enforced by the Queensland government, but Graham said that you know in the space of forty eight hours they're trying to tap everything, fields, yeah. training grounds, gymnasiums because they have to all be shut to the public. I mean it it, it has to be a bubble existence with yeah. all those facets, and you know just imagine trying to tick every box, Cameron, in forty eight hours on all those aspects. Yeah, there's so much that the NRL need to take into account here to to make sure that they get everything right and, and they keep the, the players and the staff uh, sort of secluded from the public because, um, 
you know, as we know, it's it's a very precarious situation in Sydney at the moment, and and a lot of players are coming from those areas. Um, so that's that's one of the current um, agreements with the Queensland government to to take in and house these teams is that the players serve this fourteen day quarantine. But I guess, you know, this this is what you know the Melbourne Storm endured last year for what was a rolling sort of eight to nine weeks uh, to finish the year was when there was a small outbreak in, in Sydney last year, every time we played a game, um, whether it was in New South Wales or whether a team from New South Wales travelled to Queensland and play, played against the Storm, we continued to roll into a two-week quarantine. Um, so we were able to stay in Queensland. So it's going to be a, a bit of a change for these teams moving up to Queensland. Um, you know, as you mentioned, it's, it's the strictest protocols that they're going to live under um, over the past you know season and a half. So it's going to be very different, but you know the, the teams that adapt quickly to these change conditions—they're the ones that are going to thrive. All right, Cameron. And just on that, I'll push you. Push you on that. We'll be joined shortly by Maddie Johns on this Monday. But as someone who has been through this, yeah. So the fans get a grasp of it, and, and players yeah. potentially listening at the moment who haven't been through as strict <laughs> conditions as this. What is yeah. the most challenging aspect? Well, I guess the you know the the abnormality of living really and and you sort of your, your everyday you know things that you take for granted are, are pretty much taken away from you so you sort of it's sort of like your freedom is taken away where these guys that are moving up to Queensland particularly for the next two weeks um serving what is what we've mentioned a uh, pretty much a, a quarantine period all they'll be able to do is be in their hotel area um or at training and that is it they can't wander down the street they can't they can't do anything else. They they won't be able to, you know. I, I know some players will enjoy this. They can't. Uh, they won't have to cook or clean or anything like no. that. But they are the normal things of life. That I guess in in you know the first few days it's all lovely and new and mm. everything's getting done for you. But you know after some period of time, um, you just want your normal life back. So as a, that's that's why I mentioned it's really important that the, the teams that travel up to Queensland um, this week need to adapt quickly. They need to adapt to the change. And if they can do that quickly, um, you know, we shouldn't see their performances change too much on the field. Now, Cameron, um, you don't have any Italian blood in you, do you? <laughs> no. But th- th- no. there is in the Matthew Johns family. So yes. things have got rather hectic there this morning. Is that it, why it he's a bit late, Bossy? Well, he's been celebrating. He had to get he had to get dressed. He was nude, and even though we're on radio, we said we insisted, Matthew, put a shred of clothing on. Oh, on. mate! Yes, all the excitement, very exciting uh, in the house. Trish was uh, we sat up and watched it, and one nil down after two minutes. But uh, the Italians, mate, the Italians in big games have just uh, they've got a fantastic record. They defend very well, and England. Man, I said as a joke last night, uh, we had Mark Bosmich on the Sunday night show, and I made a joke that I said, mate, um, England, keeping with form, will lose in penalty shootout. Because oh. uh, <laughs> in big games, like big tournaments, it's almost like it's become, it's just become the norm. It's almost become a, it's become a cliche that, you know, they get, and, and uh, that, that they, were, they were leading in the penalty shootout, and then... Mm. You know, missed their last three. Missed three in a row. Was, yeah, yeah, three in a couple Man. of saves and one hit the post. That's right. Can I ask you two fellas, and from your playing careers, because I can't remember it off the top of my head, either of you ever, ever crying 
And, and I'm not saying there's anything, and I'm not saying anything wrong with crying, but shedding a tear. <laughs> but in this match, there are tears of victory and there are yeah. tears of defeat. If you didn't cry, Cameron, when was the closest mm. you came to crying in your career? Um, I reckon when I got hit in the family jewels at, at Cogra. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty close that day, mate. Um, I still I remember that uh, moment vividly. And, yeah, it's not a – I was very, very close. I, I think I actually welled up. Uh, not sure if a tear was shed, but it welled up. Mm. Mate, that's, that's probably as close as I've got. That, yeah, that, that the Cameron Smith, you know, uh, Jats Crackers could have appeared on eBay as like a well, you know, yours to own sort of item. Mary <laughs> Johns, were you ever close to tears? Because again, even when Newcastle won in '97, did you cry? Was there a tear? I tell you what, I tear a close once. I because um, I never used to wear a mouth guard, right? And so I was playing one day. I was talking about this last night, and <laughs> I passed a ball and relaxed. And an opposition player hit me right in the middle of the back. And when you get hit like in a back, you, you straight away you bite down, and I bit half of my tongue off. Oh. And the worst thing, the, the crazy thing about it, we're all going out for a night out after that. So I thought, oh, I'm not going to miss out on that. No. So I went out, and um, we had to call the doctor to the nightclub to get me, get me stitched. Um, yeah, because they said Back that because the people, people were horrified. Actually, it's happened twice. I once we played we played the Melbourne Storm in two thousand, and a lot of the Melbourne boys came from Newcastle, blokes like Robbie Ross and uh, Richie Swain, Paul Marquette, and we had a night out afterwards. And me and Robbie Ross were having a wrestle, as you do at the at, at the uh, <laughs> local pub, the Burwood, which is basically anything goes. And I fell on a schooner glass and slashed my leg open. Oh. And yeah, and then um, I just wrapped it up, and then I was dancing at Fanny's and looked down, and my, my jean was covered in blood, and I had to call. We had to call the doctor again. The doctor came to the nightclub and stitched me up. So it was uh, we had a good doc, you, old doc. How are we on to you about about tears? I'm expecting you know, tears of big moments or that. Nah, I get nah. Cameron Smith talking about getting hit in the nuts, nah. and then you telling me about a about a nightclub schooner glass incident, <laughs> blood in the yes. jeans while you're dancing. Yes, you know. yes, yes. And I was crying because I didn't want to go home early. <laughs> no, no. Fantastic stuff. Now, for our listeners new to the segment, we've got some, some big moments over the next uh, 45 minutes. Um, the biggest is Cameron Smith's Referee of the Week, and there have only Ooh. been four matches. So there's, And, in fact, four matches but only three referees because Adam G had to double up. So, you know, oh. it's been – you know, there's three referees well, he, out there. If he misses absolutely. out, Vossi, he's unlucky. Yeah, Surely. That's right. The and, king. <laughs> uh, we will have the boys' top three moments of the weekend. Of course, uh, Cameron Smith's Hooker of the Week, which is uh, we're still looking for a new name to the segment. Um, people say in light of yeah. Anyway, um, th- that's all. That's all. To, <laughs> that's, that's all to come. Matthew Johns, we've got this extraordinary situation declared over the weekend. The Gold Coast Origin's yeah. been taken off Newcastle. You haven't had a positive case there in a year. Newcastle can't have Origin. Can't have a crowd, so it's off to the Gold Coast. That means three origins in the one yeah. year all played in Queensland. Should New South Wales get at least two next year, if not all three? No, Vossi, I, I don't think so. I, I, it, it's just it's just circumstance. And um, thank God the, the Queensland government have been obliging and allowed it to happen. Yeah, it was a real shame with Newcastle. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, the... There was real excitement really building in the city, but now they haven't just lost the origin. They've lost their football team that are moving up to the Gold Coast. So it was interesting to listen to Cameron before about um, 
going into you know, the bubble as a squad. My my uh, oldest bloke, Jack, it's been a godsend for him because he lives by himself. And so it was sort of a bit of a you know, concern for the family. He's He was basically going to training, going mm. back and just sitting completely for the whole weekend just by himself in the house. So when we heard news that, you know, they may be going to move up and go into the uh, a bubble at the Gold Coast as a, as a squad of players. For him, it's been welcome relief because at least, you know, there's a certain amount of uh, socialising. Yeah, it's an interesting aspect. Again, not one considered, and, and things mm. I ran through with Graham Annesley this morning and what uh, when what Cameron has said. Um, look, I, I just I gave a figure, and again, it's not an alarmist figure, but I'm just stating last year when New South Wales got to 40 cases. 40 positive cases. We were in lockdown for another month after getting to 40. We've now stripped past 40 to 70. They're saying today up to 100. And here we are talking about the league moving for three to four weeks. I mean, I'm not being a doomsday, but you've got to think this... And Well, let's hope Queensland doesn't have an outbreak. Yeah. But I think we're there possibly for the rest of the season. Well, Vossi, that you, you, know, you need to prepare for that, don't you? And, that, and all the teams should prepare themselves for that, and in particular the players. Um, and I'll just go back to the last year, and you know, I don't want to you know, compare to last year because things change quickly and a lot of things have been different this year to last year, but we were moved out of Melbourne um, on the premise that we were told it was going to be eight to ten days. It, it turned out mm. to be pretty much... We, we moved out of Melbourne in June. We didn't go home until after the grand final. Yeah. Um, and you, you guys just left your cars at Amy Park. Like, I've told that story before. You, yeah. you returned and all the batteries were flat. There was batshit all over the cars. And, you know, yep. Because you just thought you were going away. It was a short trip. Yeah, it was. And Island, three hour cruise. Yeah, yeah and I, I, I thought, oh, well, we're, going, we're going up north. It's going to be a bit warmer. And I packed about three or four pairs of shorts and four shirts. And that's what I lived off for pretty much four months. So... <laughs> Still, still Time haven't to changed the wardrobe. We weren't allowed out anyway to buy new gear, so I just got around in the same gear. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. no, I can I can spend me money better elsewhere. And buy Lucky those scoops are adaptable. Lucky that. <laughs> <laughs> but but in all seriousness, Vossi, I, I agree with you. I think you know the players in particular, and the coaches and the families, um, let's not forget about the families, they need to prepare themselves to be mm. up, um, you know, away from home um, for the rest of this year because you, you just cannot predict what's going to happen. And, and as we learned last year, the NRL won't be satisfied um, with the situation in, in Sydney and, until there's, well, well, we were told last year, zero cases for at least a two-week period. Yeah, um, and that oh, didn't eventuate, so we stayed. We stayed away from yeah. home. I'd be shocked. We're going to take Vossie, a break after Vossie, the break. Be, we're yeah. going to talk. Sorry, Matty, I was going to say. No, after I was going to say, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be really surprised if we, yeah. if we shift back to shift all the way back and then have to maybe have to do it again. And we, it, yeah. and we just don't know with the Delta variant, you know exactly, really exactly how it works. So I mean, who knows if it's just going to continue to multiply. After the break, unbeknownst to you, Maddie, you're going to pay tribute to Richard Simmons, who's celebrating a birthday today. Oh, um, yeah. American fitness personality who yep. just wanted us to get up and dance. And I'm going to ask the boys, in light of Sir Richard Branson flying into space, oh. is there something way out there they would love to do that's almost impossible? <laughs> <laughs>
that they would love to do. The thoughts of Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns on a Monday on 1170 SEN. And you can call in 1300 01 1170 because we've got a great ticket giveaway that we launched today, the Great 1170 Ballpark Entertainment Ticket Wheel. We'd love to take a spin during the Cameron Smith-Matthew Johns hour. So go to the phones, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Yes, and for sports bets, sports bets, bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment, conditions apply, gamble responsibly. There's one AFL match to complete the round tonight. West Coast Eagles, quite obviously, hot favourites against bottom of the table, North Melbourne. On sports bet, West Coast, $1.16, North Melbourne, $5.30 on the line. It's 30 and a half start. Um, the state of origin for Wednesday night now being played in played on the Gold Coast, New South Wales, a dollar twenty eight in head to head markets. Queensland three seventy five. It's eleven and a half start on the line and margin betting. New South Wales one to twelve is three dollars twenty five. The most popular margin is New South Wales thirteen plus. That is paying two dollars if you like Queensland. Queensland one to twelve five dollars thirteen plus at ten dollars. And in the first try scorer market, it is Brian To'o. And Josh Adokar, the favourites, at $8.50. Uh, all of that for sports bet. Bet with mates, start your group, bet together, share the moment. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. At 25 and a half minutes after eight, Cameron Smith and Matthew Johns in the house. And I, I throw over to Matthew Johns now to pay tribute to a man who's had a lot to do with his life. He's been a inspiration, I'm told, to both uh, Matthew and his yep. brother Andrew, and that is Richard Simmons, yes. the famous American fitness personality, and public figure who was a bit eccentric, a little bit flamboyant. He's 73 today, Matthew, and I know you wanted to take time out to give him a shout. Yeah, cheers, Vossi. Um, look, Richard Simmons, to let people know, I called he and Jane Fonda the one-two punch of aerobics <laughs> back into the 80s. And Richard Simmons, if I could paint a picture, he was like a poor man's Leo Sayer. Um, he had the bouffant hair, and I'll never, I'll never ever, for as long as I live, forget the, the night of the opening of the Sydney Entertainment Centre where Richard Simmons we got Richard Simmons all the way over from the States to perform and to mm. see you know the royal family up in uh, up in their in, in their quarters up in the stands and the whole crowd just up and moving uh, to Richard Simmons and every mm. and him just clapping his hands and saying come on everyone get up well, and, and clap Matty, your I think hands. we've got the audio of that night actually oh, well, yeah. I think we can go I'm sorry we're talking like he's dead but here it is oh, open one more I think we're getting the gig. Just stop it. I can, no. I can appreciate why you're so, so emotional today as you think about his birthday. Yeah, he's not dead. So he hasn't died. What? Sorry. I thought I was. No, oh, sorry. He's not brown bread. No, no apologies to the Simmons family. We'll keep it there. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, we'll move on. Well, how about we go from uh, Richard Simmons to Hooker of the Week? And I think there is an intro. And now on Breakfast with Vossie, Cameron Smith's Hooker of the Week. Only the four matches played, Cameron. The first of your awards. It's a little low key this one, but uh, still just as important, just as prestigious. Are we? Are we yet to get a sponsor? Still, Vossie. I can't believe that. That's right. Unbelievable. Anyway. Anyway. anyway only only a, only a handful of games this week, so it made it a little bit tougher. But um, I'm actually going to go for the combo, uh, the one-two mm. punch of the Canberra Raiders uh, duo, Josh Hodgson and, and Tom Starling. Thought they were fantastic. Nice. Yeah, joint winners. Um, they shared the role. Uh, Josh Hodgson playing the entire 80 minutes. Uh, when Starling came on, he went and played in a, a lock 
style role, but um, just thought they did a really good job for the Raiders um, uh, the other night. And in, in wet conditions, pretty ordinary conditions, and, and they just you know, kept the Raiders moving forward, played a lot of football through the middle. Uh, Starling coming up with a, a, a brilliant solo try and uh, Hodgson getting through a mountain of work. So well done, boys. Hookers yeah, well of done. the week. Yeah, uh, breaking news, Fossey. Breaking one? news. Uh, breaking yes. news. I've just had a text message through from Andrew Johns. He may have a sponsor for Hooker of the, Hooker of the Week. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that is a touch of class, that. that good is, on you, good Joey. Stuff. Thanks, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, very, very good. Uh, so the boys will have their top three between 8.30 and 9. And then, of course, Cameron Smith's Referee of the Week, where there is a hot, hot favourite. I mean, sports bets, shut up shop. They, you know, yep. Adam G's at $1.05. They paid out, I think. Yeah. They, they played out early on Adam G doing two games. Um, but they are here, and we will take your calls in the last hour. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. And if you ring in, you are in the chance, in with a chance of winning out. It's our great ticket giveaway that we're kicking off today. It's an extraordinary uh, prize. You can have NRL grand final tickets, corporate boxes at uh, league games and AFL. Big bash later in the year. We're trying to pick up the spirits of those in lockdown. So a a fair bit to get through in the last half hour of the program on a morning where Matthew Johns Italy have won Euro 2020 in a penalty shootout. Um, uh, And he's going to have another shot of Uzo just during the 8.30 news as Trish, his wife, is celebrating and dancing. It's getting out of hand at the Johns household, but still Matthew's able to come on air. So well done, Italy. Uh, It ain't coming home, England. And we've got more on Breakfast with Vossi after the 8.30 news. Thank you, Adam. Uh, and they're singing and dancing. I should have said it's, it's well, at the John's household. You can open up anything. But the Uzo came out, even though the Greek and the whole it's rest Greek. of it, the grapper's out. Matthew, it's a good day <laughs> to be Italian. certainly is, Vossi. So, I'm actually, I've got uh, an Italian shirt on at the moment. I should just send it through. It's... Um, mm. Very exciting. <laughs> nice touch. Yeah, no, it, it, containing yourself. Uh, but, well, I mean, you've got an excuse because you thought that Richard Simmons had died when, in fact, it was just yeah. his uh, birthday. Now, so, fellas, now just before we get back to some rugby league topics, it's a pretty monumental day. Sir Richard Branson has flown into space. I mean, just a punter. He's been working on this craft for 17 years, and today he's gone up into space, and he was, uh, he says, looking down at Earth is, one of, is the greatest experience of his life. Cameron, I throw at you. Is yes. there something way out there you would like to have the opportunity to do? Uh, oh, geez, I'm, there's there's a lot of things you'd love to do, but um, I guess it, all young k- kids would love to go to space, wouldn't you? You'd love to be able to have the opportunity to do what Richard Branson's done. Matty would be able to do it. Three hundred thousand Aussie, they reckon it costs. Matty could just grab that from his ashtray. Mate, good hey? Call. hey? Mate, I'll just, Surely. Hey, I'll just, I'll just have a look under the bed here. Oh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just short. Uh, whatever Richard Branson's saying, look, you know, honestly, it's, um, it's the greatest experience of my life. Mate, not your first being you made, mate. Yeah. We went, hey, righto. But I went... When when Richard Branson owned the London Broncos, because people yep. sort of forget that when mm-hmm. he owned the London Broncos, there were a number of Newcastle boys that signed the London Broncos, and when he bought them, he had this really swish nightclub um, right in, I think it was in Mayfair, might have been, and he used to say to the London Broncos boys, "All your names are on the uh, at the front door, so just turn up at any time, and really exclusive, and just turn up and you're in." 
So a couple of the boys went up. There was Rusty Bowden, of course, who played at the Melbourne Storm, and uh, <laughs> a fellow called Evan Cocker and a few. Mate, you got to understand, mate. Yeah, honestly, it's top hat and tails uh, everywhere, and these two blokes <laughs> just standing around. Anyway, through the whole nightclub was with these um, flamingos walking around. Anyway, Evan Cochran had a skin full and said to Rusty Bowden, 20 bucks and I'll go and tackle one, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So he... Yeah. So, <laughs> Coco tackled a flamingo in this nightclub and, well, not surprisingly, got barred for life. <laughs> where, where this segment takes you, that's just an amazing story. Um, but Richard Branson, the two great experiences of, of his life, owning the London Broncos and now flying into space. There you have it. And who knows what he did in his space suit, but we're not, we're not to know if it was funny. Um, 24 minutes to nine, so that question goes on. Um, I think it's time for your top three. I think let's get back on the straight and narrow with a top three from each. And it, of course it has an intro. And now on Breakfast with Vossie, the top three. Matty, I might let you go first here this morning. Right We've got a caller online as well, Lachlan from Penrith. Um, Lachlan can listen to this because he's been sweating on your top three. What have you got for us? Well, I have got, uh, firstly, um, leadership of Andrew Abdo and Peter Volandis. Is that, you know, what do they say about leadership? Mm-hmm. Uh, two things is you've got to make decisions and you've got to make decisions. And they've, they've jumped and they've uh, taken, they've made a decision to you know, move the whole competition basically up to Queensland and, and do it now rather than be reactive. And So, again, good leadership from those two blokes. Uh, secondly, Sean Johnson's display yesterday. Still, I scratch my head and say, why? Have the Sharks let him go? I think he and Nico Hines would have been the perfect combination, six and seven. Mm. And look, the, the player of the round, Cody Walker's decision-making under mm. pressure uh, on Friday night was, it's as good as I've seen that decision-making just coming around the back on sweep plays and just in the final seconds, you know, working out, you know, do I hit short, do I hit long? And just got it right every single time. It's just brilliant. Yeah, great, great stuff. Really good top three there. What about you, Cameron? Top three for you for this week? Yeah, well, I've gone a little bit different, uh, Vossi, this week. I've, I've gone for things that caught my eye. Um, and I'm going to start with Sam Walker, him running backwards to finish the match. And, and not mm-hmm. so much his run, but uh, the, the reaction in the coach's box by Trent Robinson, and in particular, Luke Keary and, and Boyd Cordner. I'm not sure if everyone caught that, but the bemusement on their face, yeah. <laughs> faces. Uh, to young Sam running backwards was uh, was quite funny. Uh, number two, the try celebrations oh, have been is. outstanding, and in particular, front rowers. Mm. You're seeing more front rowers score tries now than ever, um, and in particular, um, I thought Ueli and, and Thomas Burgess um, were fantastic. Big Tommy jumping up on the – it had to be a long board. Mm. The short board yeah. wouldn't have been able to carry him. Yeah. He paddled up and jumped up and got on the wave. Uh, and the last one, the last one was uh, – Moses Sully's Falcon. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Which led yeah, which, no, well which led yeah. uh, which led to the try of the Canberra Raiders. I, I, you know, I thought that was great yeah, to see the there. Falcon back in the game. Yeah, no, it's, it's right up there. It was close to Matt Utah, so absolutely clocked and knocked him out. But um, no, it was a beauty from Moses Surly. Now, let's go to the McDonald Jones Homes open line. Lachlan from Penrith has called in. Lachlan, you're talking to Maddie and Cameron. What would you like to say? Hey, boys. Um, just got a question. Uh, with the NRL relocating to Brisbane, uh, will the top teams like Penrith, Melbourne, Rabbitohs, Parramatta, will they jump out even further compared to the teams like Bulldogs and uh, Broncos and that down the bottom, or will this relocating make it an even ball game a little bit more? Probably Cameron's uh, a... best answer to this, because, uh, yeah, he's been... Lachlan, he's been 
he's been uh, a part of it for uh, a couple of seasons. Yeah, good question, uh, Lachlan. Um, well, for starters, Melbourne won't, Melbourne Storm won't be in it. They're, they're allowed to stay uh, back home in Victoria, uh, with you know the cases being very low down there. Um, but all the other teams, it's an opportunity to sort of hit a reset button leading into the finals. And, uh, you know, given that, I, I think deep down, the coaches will be sort of, they'll be they'll be a little bit happy about the situation that they get to have their entire squad in, in this bubble um, where they get to, you know, spend a lot of time together, form uh, some relationships that maybe they haven't been able to form at home because they're not spending as much time with each other. Um, and you may see some, um, you know, some form change with those teams in the bottom eight. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you know the coaches are hoping it, it works in their favour. All right, Lachlan, I'll tell you what, for calling in, um, you can be part of the great 1170 ballpark entertainment ticket wheel. And, and not surprisingly, there's an intro for this as well. Here it I is. I get locked down, but I'm with SEN. You'll never kick Sydney down. I get locked down, but I'm with SEN. <laughs> Oh, beautiful stuff. Uh, beautiful stuff. The vocal cords of uh, Fletch and Joel and a few others uh, put that down in about 15 seconds. They put that together, which is a wonderful piece of work. Um, but no, on the wheel, we are giving away. We're lifting the spirits of those in lockdown. And, and Lachlan, you out at Penrith, you are in lockdown. We have some tremendous prizes to give away. Tickets to the grand final, finals, AFL, corporate suites, big bash. The wheel has a whole bunch of colours on it. Let's give it a spin right now and see what you come up with. Was that a spin, was it? The <laughs> <laughs> UV40. Yeah, there we go. All right, what do we got? I can't even... Dark green, dark green. What is the dark green price? I haven't got a dark green. I've got a green. Yes, I do. <laughs> Corporate suite at the AFL again. Uh, off to the oh, AFL wow. round 21. Oh, Lachlan, Sydney, wow. V St Kilda. Corporate suite with food and drink. How good's that? Awesome, boys. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. Sound excited. Lachlan. Good on you, Lachlan. Hey, Have a great Fossey. day. Well done. Vossi, yes, I'll tell you what's interesting, you know, uh, on Lachlan's question there and, you know, talking about, you know, Smithy saying the players, you know, remaining nice and tight. It's going to be a real test, I reckon, for some of the coaches. You know, uh, the fact that the players are in such proximity, close proximity, the ability for the coaches not to have their hands on the players all the time and yes. just be driving them mad, you know, to let the players still be able to go away and relax and not every time, you know, a coach runs into a player going, oh, mate, don't forget. Because you know, it just, I imagine, there'll be, I reckon there'll be some coaches won't be able to help themselves. Yep. And uh, that would, that'd be a, that'd be a real uh, a mistake. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point, Matty. And it's one thing that uh, the coaches of the Melbourne Storm, as well as Frank Panissi, addressed early uh, last year when, when the Storm were relocated, was that when it's our designated time off, so away from training hours, uh, and particularly our days off, that there was to be no official... Um, you know, training scheduled as far as any meetings, video sessions, any type of little training sessions that they'd like to take you away from. They they made that point early on, and they made it quite strongly that our our downtime was our downtime, which is yeah. it's a great point that you make. Yeah, I, I, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon, mate. I honestly believe that some some coaches will not be able to help themselves. They'll yep. be all over them like a cheap suit. Yep. All right, <laughs> beautifully put. 17 and a half minutes to nine. Uh, breakfast with Vossi on 1170 SEN and on a Monday here for Chemist Warehouse. Shopping store online at Chemist Warehouse. The big brands at the lowest prices every day. More of your calls at a moment on 1300 01 And yes, the referee of the week, Cameron Smith's judge and jury coming up.
Uh, look, we like to have a fun, a little bit of fun in this last hour. I've got to tell you, the scenes after the final of Euro 2020, bloody disgrace. I'm watching a clip now of a, a child being beaten by a grown man. Um, if you're wearing an Italian shirt, you're oh, getting king wow. hit. Wow. Um, there are the, some of the, not all the English fans, of course, but a portion of the English fans have just absolutely lost <sighs> their you-know-what. Uh, you know it's just wow. absolutely disgraceful wow. scenes coming through, Matty from inside Wembley um, well, and the violence. before the game, Vossi, before the game, there was dramas. There was a, you know, a portion of the crowd, the English crowd, pushing over, um, you know, pushing over fences and, and, and running past security, trying to get into Wembley for nothing. It was just, yeah, it's been... Uh, oh, it's horrible scenes, Matty. It is, it's absolutely dreadful what's coming through now. There's going to be lots oh. of those images posted that'll just take away from... Their, their glorious run through to the final. Let's go back to the McDonald Jones Homes open line. James is there from Hornsby. He wants to fire a question at you, Cameron. All yours, James. Yeah, morning, guys. Morning, Cameron, Matt. Um, Hi, James. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. It's uh, been reported. I read somewhere that uh, Billy Slater wants to coach the Maroon side, and if he got mm. the job, he wanted uh, JT and yourself as the system coach. So my two-part question is, one, how much truth is in that? And two... If it happens and you win the state of origin next mm-hmm. year, are you going to start calling yourselves the goaties? Ah, uh, good one, yeah, Jimmy. I like it, mate. Um, listen, uh, how uh, how much truth to that? I'm not too sure because um, I haven't spoke to Bill about that. Um, I, I know he was sounded out uh, before this series. Um, this is at the, the very beginning of this year about his interest in coaching. I, I do know that, but. Um, uh, as we know, you know, Paul Green got the job. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not too sure whether we should be thinking about Bill coaching next year either. You know, I think I think QRL are in, the, uh, in talks at the moment about extending uh, Paul Green's job. And, and really, it's up to Greeny now whether he wants to coach again next year. I'm sure he has aspirations of coaching another NRL side, which, as we all know, um, then deems him uh, unavailable to coach Queensland. Um but yeah, if, if I guess if, if Bill was to get the job, I, I think he'd be a fantastic um, state of origin coach. He loves the Maroon jersey, played in it many times. One of the greatest you know, Maroon players ever. And I'm sure he'd do a good job. Good on you. Thanks for the call, James. I will just get a yes or no answer, though, from you, Cameron, because you were doing a little <laughs> bit of the Malmeninger uh, political career there. I've, I've asked you about your political career previously. <laughs> if a coaching opportunity came up for you at Queensland right now, would you say yes or no? Uh, I, I, well, right now, I'd say I'd probably say no. Just just given my my situation, I'm very happy with um, you know my current commitments, Vossi. Uh, mm-hmm. But down the track, down the track, maybe. All right, good answer. Uh, Blake of Penrith is there for you, Maddie, on the open line. Say hello to Blake. Hello, Blake. How are you, champion? G'day, fellas. How are we? Going oh, good, mate. Okay, Blake. Um, I've got a bit of a question to put out to you. Um, so we're moving the league to Queensland for a while. Do you think this is a good opportunity to move clubs all over the kind of Q Cup areas as well? You know, Mackay, Ipswich, um, Redcliffe, East Tigers. You've got a couple of clubs going for these the new licence as well. Do you think it would be a good opportunity to kind of take it to some more regional areas instead of just playing, you know, Suncorp and the Gold Coast? I think it's real. I think it's a really good point. I think there is opportunity there. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, because you know, particularly like I've, I've 
Yeah, those those North Queensland towns, I mm. think, deserve that. That is real um, rugby league heartland as as much yep. as anywhere in Australia or in the world. Uh, it's it's I, I think it's a fantastic idea. Take a game to to Cairns to Mackay. Uh, it's a good one. Rockhampton, I think it'd be fantastic. There you go, Blake. You've uh, you've come up with a winner there, Penrith. Very, very hard to do that uh, like straight away. At the moment, yes. they're just trying to get there, and and another yep. round kicks off on Friday with the State of Origin on Wednesday. But you know, does Gold Coast want a game every? You know, do, does Gold Coast yeah. want three games a week? Probably not. You know, you're going to draw in a crowd, so why not take it to a Rockhampton or Mackay? I think it's pretty good. Hey, we've held back these referees on <laughs> way too long. It's almost cruel. We've kept yeah. them waiting. Let's go to the intro. <laughs> And now, on Breakfast with Vossi, Cameron Smith's Referee of the Round. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Uh, this is the best one minute of radio you will hear this week. Where you go, Cameron. I'm, I'm loving that we've, we've left this to the end of the show again. Yeah. It's just hmm. it's kept all the listeners on the hook, particularly the referees. I know they tune in to SEN on, in your show on a Monday, hmm. Vossi. Um, and as we spoke about um, the great Adam G, he, he refereed two of the matches over the weekend. Hmm. Um, but unfortunately, Adam, you've missed out. What? Oh. The award well, has gone to oh, Matt Checkin, the great Matt Checkin. Well done, what? Check. Wow. Well, that's a big one. He thought his performance Matt. was fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well done, Check. Oh, mate. Adam G's gone from King G to oh, G. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a little rod involved here? Is what, what, no, did, no, did no, no, no rod. Check and get out of a bloke who's done two games. No rod, no rod. You know, it's a fantastic effort, as I said, and I'm, and I'm not downplaying. Uh, well, you are. You are downplaying it. You... Adam G's effort over the weekend, but yeah, I'm, I'm giving him uh, just the, 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 the one off mm. performance by, uh, by Matt was fantastic. And, and, and remember, fellas, this is the bloke that. Uh, gave Sinbin, me my yeah. first sin being yeah. uh, oh. at Shark Park. So, uh, uh, yes. you know, anyway, well yes. done, Matt. Well, Matt, that's just, just hold the front page stuff. That, that's <laughs> all Sports bet, the $1.05 favourite has been beaten. If that's not it's a, a sting. Rort, it's, only it's, a sting. it's a sting. <laughs> it's a sting. Checking did nothing to deserve that other than, yeah, uh, that is just a disgraceful other than, way to Other than the, the $12 he was paying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Matty, have a great week, my friend. I'll let you get back to <laughs> celebrations with the wife with the Italian win. Well done. Uh, good on you, Vossi. Well done, Matty. Cameron. Congrats, mate. Well, boys. Well done, Cameron, and we'll hear you again on the Captain's Run on Wednesday, and then you're here again on uh, The Breakfast Show on Thursday. Cameron, have a good week, and sorry thank about you. losing the series 3-0. No, thank you. Catch you. 2-1. Uh, 2-1, two, one. Uh, two, one, Vossi. 2-1. That? <laughs> that is Breakfast with Vossi for this morning. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.